the Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Jason Allen Key. Yo, welcome. Hey, buddy. Uh, hey, man. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast. That is a... That's like, that shit is like, go, say stuff. <laughs> okay. All right. So we on. Uh, we here. We got the whole gang in today. Got myself. Uh, got the one and only Jason Allen King. Hey, buddy. Or as uh, <laughs> or as the, as the people call him. <laughs> where is this going? Wait, what? I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> MC Stage Time. <laughs> we have Brian Baltashevitz. Oh, hi, hi. The one and only uh, Balto. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. That's what did they did they call you that in college? Uh, even before it, from like elementary school on. Balto. Balto. Yeah. That's that's a strange name to call like a, a five year old. Yeah. <laughs> Balto. Well, yeah, it was easier than Baltashevitz at the time. So. Uh, yeah, I can understand going yeah. Balto so, then. Makes sense to okay. me. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so we got to talk about what happened last week. Okay, we had a live podcast. <laughs> we did. <laughs> that is literally all I know. No, no, I'm kidding. We, 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 we were at, we were at, uh, <laughs> no, I know this. We'll, we'll hang tight, yeah. Baldo, we, we'll we, wait. We were at, Go on. Um, we were at a coffee shop, uh, live. Warmer. Warmer. It was during the, was during the Charlotte Shout Festival. Mm-hmm. There you go. I believe the name was, um. <laughs> it's the most it's the most interesting name for a coffee shop ever, yeah. by the way. If you got it just out of nowhere, I'd have been super impressed. It's called Coco and the Director. Very Coco good. and the Director. I was just messing around. I knew y'all thought I was gonna say fiddle on the roof fiddle on the roof again. That's what I said last week. No, no, it's Coco and the Director. Mm-hmm. So what was it like? What was it, you know, the the day like, the experience like, you know, for those that for those of us that weren't you know. The coffee shop is great. Uh, I, that place is just very interesting for sure. It's just a unique space, I think. And uh, it was very great, of uh, gracious and cool of them to allow you guys, I say you guys, I mean all of the, the podcast network and everybody yeah. to be there for pretty much two full days. But three. three. We, did, we did three. I didn't mean that to come out like, duh, three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did. For some reason. <laughs> no, I didn't it mean. It did sound uh, like uh, that was not my intent, but three. Uh, it was it was three days. He we did. snapped too. <laughs> <We did. laughs> what he did was three. It was, <laughs> it was we, three. We did uh, <laughs> twenty one hours of podcast recording over three days. Uh, Ten a.m. to five p.m. Thursday, Friday. Uh, yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday last week. Sixteen shows in three mm. days. Uh, all all kinds of different shows in network, out of network. We invited a uh, cross section. Of uh, local Charlotte podcast, and it was really, really cool. It was great. That's yeah. pretty unique for yeah. for Charlotte, I think, right? Yeah, I, I would have to say it's certainly the longest, uh, probably uh, continuous, you know, sort of podcast event ever held in Charlotte. Uh, great. 
it, it kind of it occurred to me as I was getting ready on Saturday morning that like really you know what we did is we kind of put on a little mini podcast festival and and great it, uh, there's been talk I've been kind of working with a couple entities in town to make something like that happen uh, on a larger scale and I think that was almost kind of like a you know a test run of it and I think I think it went really really well so good work. So, yeah, it was. Um, it was very cool. So the Comedy Zone podcast. It was. It was seamless for for what we did. I felt. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 I, I I felt really good. The coolest thing about it, uh, like I said, sixteen different shows, uh, many of them outside of the network. So people I had never met before, uh, who we invited into the the thing, and 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 and, and uh, nobody backed out. Uh, well, well, one person, but. But no, but I mean, one person, the director, back. <laughs> Coco, the director, yeah, right. the director, the director, right. it was all Coco. Uh, but podcast wise, nobody canceled. Everybody was on time, wow. and uh, nobody complained about anything. Like you know, a lot of times you run something like that, and someone's backing out, or something comes up and they can't do it, or someone's you know pissing and moaning about something. It it, it went as as smoothly as it could have, I think, and very and, good. And um, it's a testament, you know, not only to the the, the staff at uh, 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 Coco and the director and Charlotte Shout, but the the folks from the network who came and helped out, and the and the and the podcasters themselves. It was just it, it could not have gone better. I don't think that's cool. And the festival as a whole, I, I mean, I was working so much, I didn't really get to spend much time uptown. It was so cool. It was good. Yeah, a lot of like artsy um, installations. It wasn't really like a like a, a um, arts and crafts show. It, it, I mean, it was more like actual artistic installations mm-hmm. um, around town in the parks and things like the, the um, inflatable bunnies that we talked about. Sure. Big ass bunnies. Yeah, <laughs> big ass bunnies. It's a big bunnies. Uh, and and. And it was just uh, it was really really cool. The weather did not cooperate. A lot of rain on Friday. Yeah. Uh, a lot of rain on uh, Saturday. Uh, the the outdoor installations and events uh, shut down at five o'clock on Saturday. But uh, it was still, un, un, by all accounts, just you know a really really cool event and and yeah. and uh, and something the city wants to do again and continue to make it bigger and bigger. So that's great. So yeah, um, it was great to be in on the you know on the ground floor of that. And this event went for two weeks. Uh, it was basically two weeks long. There were events kind of scattered around. The bunnies were were on the green for like uh, two weeks. But I don't think I realized it was that long. That's a long time for some of that stuff. Yeah, oh. lots of the stuff. Uh, but like uh, Tryon was only shut down for from like Wednesday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, for um, installations and and um, and stuff like that. artistic, you know, events and bands and things like that. But mm-hmm. but uh, the actual event was yeah, it was actually like two weeks long. Wow, it was cool. Good work, Charlotte. So then yeah, it was great. Yeah, so th- so then with the show, uh, real quick, we had talked about maybe uh, somebody performing live and being on, or how did we work that for those that didn't we, hear it? We didn't. We didn't have anyone perform live for no. us for, okay. for our show specifically. Okay. Uh, when Nicole Byer was, and I was actually working with her, but I think she was uh, she was busy, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, but she was great to work with. She was fantastic. Awesome. They just had her going in a lot of different directions. Yeah. So she, I don't think she could have. Yeah, done. and our time was like uh, four thirty on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's you know pretty tight to try to you know get somebody uptown when the you know streets are all shut down and everything's all jacked up and parking sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, at, you know when like literally there's a show like two and a half hours later. So John uh, so John Schwartz with uh, who I do the mm-hmm. George and Monty um, were the we influencers influencers that we are. He came. <laughs> we talked a little bit about 
about the crossover of like filmmaking and oh, acting yeah. and you know how's comedy stand up specifically relate to that you know cuz I'm you know me I'm always pushing that I'm like diversity w- with comedy is I think the best thing mm-hmm. for us I think yeah. um, being as diverse as possible cuz you know we're always asked to do other things oh you, you're a comic go write this you're a comic act right. in this you yeah. know you podcast skill set right yeah yeah so I I think John is somebody who has a diverse skill set who's just now sort of dipping his toe in the stand up and we started doing some Georgia Money live stuff uh, so How's that it, been? Uh, it was great. We had one. We did one show at the open mic. We opened mm-hmm. the show. We did. It's about ten minutes, where we've sort of adapted one of our one of our sort of episodes. I don't know what you want to call it, and and I think it went pretty well for a first time. I've never done a two person show before, yeah. and uh, it was a lot of fun. I think we captured sort of what what makes the the series interesting between he and I. You know. Oh so, well, that's good. Then. Yeah, and we're doing it again uh, tomorrow, Wednesday. Oh, where? At the Whiskey Shtick, which right. this will be after. This which, yeah, for the record, after. will be two days ago yeah. once you hear this podcast. But uh, that's okay. So <laughs> Again, we're bending time. On that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we were able to uh, get in there. I think someone had backed out, so we were able to do that. So, And we're trying something even a little bit different. And it's a lot of... Uh, we have a lot of footage that we shot, and we'll have some, you know, photos that were like memes that we sort of, and we, it's all about he and I, you know, sort of teasing each other, but there's still a sort of a, a story arc to them. It's it's pretty good. It's been going well. We're, you know, that's good. And you and you said you were you were opening for Nicole. Yeah, I I hosted. I hosted for yeah, how were yeah. those how were those shows? It was great. If you remember, um, so it was, it was myself and uh, Court McCown. He oh, opened yeah. for yeah. Uh, Steve Renazizi and some yep. other people. He's been he, on the podcast, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, great, when great. Uh, he and Steve were on together. Yeah. Mm. Very good. Yeah. B- oh, B- that's right. I wasn't here that week. You were not. No, well, yeah. He, I, it was BJ he, before he, Jason. That's what it was. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. See that. <laughs> Smart guy. <laughs> uh, he was great. He was super funny, very cool dude. And uh, yeah, Nicole, I didn't uh, know that Nicole had the following that she has. She is, because she's on that show Nailed It. She was in Girl Code, mm. all this other stuff. Uh, so on people TV. came out so, to see her. Yeah, so I, you know, I, I don't think she sold out rooms, but there was a lot of people, and the people who there were amped about being there. So they were good. Damn. Shows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was funny. She did a good job. She was. I thought she was. Uh, you know, you see people coming from TV. You never know if they're gonna really be be comics. Oh yeah. And she showed up, and she was a comic, and she had jokes, and she. It had a good performance and stuff. So you could good. you got the sense that her background might have been stand up. Yeah, I want to say it might be improv, but okay. I think she, you know, to me, I, I look at her, I say she was a pro. She she showed up and she was a stand up comic, mm-hmm. and she had some good stories and was was clever and uh, very charming on stage. She was good. It was a good show. I think everyone who walked away from that feeling good about it. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. and where and where are you at next? So let's see. Wednesday. Well, you and I are together on Thursday. That's right. I was going to talk. About- <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm going to start getting paid as a uh, Will as Will's uh, manager because he doesn't know when his shows are. I believe what Coco and the director is that right? <laughs> yeah, yes. right. I'm yep, exactly. That's yeah. Well, that seems weird now. No, uh, we're we're at um, and this will be yesterday. Yeah. When, yep. when people hear this, the night before we yep. will have performed <laughs> right. at Dilworth. Laughs. Yep, Dilworth Laughs. Dilworth Neighborhood Grill. Dilworth Neighborhood Grill. Yep, in the basement at mm-hmm. Dilworth. Yeah. So, man, did you guys miss the show? Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. It's a, it's actually a great uh, great setup. Crystal Ramey. Uh, yeah, shouts out to Crystal, man. Yeah. That's one of my that's one of my buddies. Yeah, I Crystal's, like Crystal. Yeah, yeah. Crystal's a good. She's friend. putting on good shows. She does that uh, the twenty two tour. Now she's yeah. done. She's doing this monthly show. 
And uh, so Dilworth Neighborhood Grill, first of all, is a great place to go. Great bar, great restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, especially great during football season and that. They have got, yeah, they used to have the West Virginia University alumni would go there. So I used yeah. to go there all the time. Okay. But their, their lower level is they have a separate bar, like an event room, meeting room. And, yeah, it looks and, like a great room. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, awesome. So she does, uh, there's a cool thing that I've seen some people do where you've got a couple, you know, got a headliner and a feature, and then they've got a handful of like open mic people who come and go after. Mm-hmm. So if you're an audience member, you're getting to see a full a full show and then some. Mm-hmm. So, oh wow! So so the hold on. So say that again. So the headliner, <laughs> the feature and headliner go and then. I believe so. I'm pretty sure oh. that's how. So I think Crystal hosts. Uh, um, Gabby, um, uh, sorry, Gabby, I'm forgetting your last name at the moment. Excuse me. Um, and then she's gonna it's a do comedian time. Gabby. Comedian Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> I am Gabby. The Gabby Moore. Gabby Moore. And then uh, and then I'll go and then you go and then after the show, I think they have a lineup of. So is it a regular hour and a half show previous to, or or is it shorter time because there's other comics coming up? I, I think I think it's pretty regular time. Oh, I think we'll do okay. a regular show. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, yeah. that'll be fun. Yeah, it's almost like the. the it's to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad glad you're gonna be on it. I guess. <laughs> you know, I kind of just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up, everybody's getting deep. I, uh, I basically just wait for Facebook notifications. Uh, so when, reminder, <laughs> you are headlining a show tonight. Yeah, so if I get a tag and I look and I see myself on the flyer, I go, "Oh shit, okay, got it. Well, that's today." Yeah. So you know, that's that's kind of how I roll with it, yeah. man. You well, know, you gotta. It's like the material has been worked on, but uh, my appearance hasn't. So it's so it's spontaneity. I look, you know. It's yeah. almost like improv. It's a unique style that you have. Well, yeah, I don't like good. to know when a show is happening coming up on it. Uh, I think that that's where a lot of comedians go wrong because knowing, then it's like, yeah. oh, you know, I'm at Dilworth next week. Then you're thinking about Dilworth all week <laughs> oh when really God. you just need to be worried about the material. Oh, well, how big the room's going to be. I don't know any of that. I get up that morning and go, oh, shit, I'm at Dilworth. Well, <laughs> I better call. He wakes up. I better call Jason. I gotta find out where I'm at this week. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Because we're because we're working together next week too. Are we? <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. Where are we at next week? Tuesday. We're at Lake Norman. That's right, Lake Norman. I cannot wait for Lake Norman. Um, <laughs> that's it's a week from today. We're in Lake Norman together. We're doing a show. <laughs> so we're at Lake Norman at the uh, the second floor of the Galway Hooker, which is a comedy zone, which is a great. Great room, actually. Man. I'm excited about that. A sold out show, by the way, so no one can go. It's ah. a sold out show. Mm-hmm. We sold it out. Sold it out, buddy. <laughs> I sold out Lake Norman. You, okay, when did wait. It, when wait, was wait, it? wait, wait, wait. That turned into I all of a sudden. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, wait. Well, it's sold can out. Can you get credit for <laughs> for selling out a show you're not aware of? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> I feel very like a good that's... point, Brian Baltashev. No, no, see, see, that's, that's where you're mistaken. <laughs> it's not that I was not aware of the show, I was not aware when the show was. Those are two very different mm. things. Mm. I are knew they, that I had a show in Lake Norman. I, it could have been in October. <laughs> or it could have been next week. Turns out it's next week. <laughs> and it's sold out, which means that, you know, I got the juice, baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. It is getting deep in here, guys. It's been one weekend with Keenan Thompson. Yeah. Now look at this. Now yeah. we got- New, New York influenced me more than I cared to. Yeah. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. You walking around, you can't get your head in room. Well, I always say, look, just talk to my people. The problem is I have no people. (laughs) So when they 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 try to do that, it just sits in an email folder that I don't check. (laughs) So that's the problem. I need need better support staff is what probably I need. Any support staff. That's a good start. I probably would need any support staff. That's good. Don't email me. No? No, I, I can't. 
I knew you didn't have my back from day one. No, no I got your right. back. Was, I just can't. He got out of there in a hurry. <laughs> he and slid right out, didn't he? <laughs> he was like, like a temptation. Mm. Just <laughs> slid out of your DMs. <laughs> like a temptation. Slid right out of there. All right, that's cool. Uh, so point of order, then. I guess we're not recording next Tuesday night. Is that what I'm hearing? That's a fair assumption. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. You right. want to record Wait, a Galway no. hooker? Who wants, <laughs> yeah. to, who wants oh, to record it? Lake Norman. It's from what I understand. I can't get in. Oh well, so because sold it's sold out. out. So sold yeah, out. that's so. right. It is sold yeah, out. So there's, there's that's right. There's, I sold out Lake Norman, baby. Now, <laughs> now listen, you can say what you want, okay? I sold out Lake Norman. I'm the headliner. It's sold out. That's selling out Lake Norman. What, <laughs> what else do we need here? You'll hear that promotion. The other stuff you won't. Yeah, you won't promote good. anything. And be like, can't come to the show. Sold out. I'm Will Jacobs. You can't get to. If you want tickets, you got to wait till the next time because this one's sold out. <laughs> I'm going to say that on uh, Facebook tomorrow. And yeah. then, see, here's the thing. When you go and promote it, I'm not even promoting it for people to come out. It's sold out. Right. Yeah, you can't come out. It takes all the pressure out of promotion. <laughs> <laughs> then I can just really say what I, I want. Think. If you didn't get your tickets for this show, <laughs> you yeah. missed the fuck out, buddy. <laughs> I'll see y'all Tuesday night with Norman. You can have promo like that when you yeah. sold it out. You can come see us before the show. We'll have a drink with you before the show. We will have it because they have two floors. That's right. So we can drink on the below floor mm-hmm. and then come up to that sold out show. Yeah, you can get turned away. <laughs> That's Walk right. up the stairs with us. You're you, the only one not going in. You could try to come up in that show, <laughs> but it's sold out. So you can't get in, really. Is there I, a chance they'll release tickets? He said what? Is there a chance they'll release tickets? You know, somehow, I, I, sometimes I, I, right before they. You know, I thought about it. <laughs> Will you take this one? And you look like you're ready for this. I thought about releasing some tickets. <laughs> but I said, you know, sure what? I know you know what? Because you got the first time around, you know, I, like I said, I performed at Lake Norman before. I never sold it out. Uh, so now, and this is also my first time headlining. So I sold it out my first time headlining. I just want to add oh, that for everybody. Wow. Yeah, I did. And uh, so now when I go in, sold out, first time headlining, I may release two or three tickets. I'm not saying until day of. I'm not saying until day of. But just keep your eyes peeled. There might be an opportunity to see me because otherwise you can't because the show sold out. That's right. right. Comedian Will Jacobs. Comedian Will Jacobs. Is Dilworth sold out yet? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, now I, after this. I'd mean, I, 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 I check again after. <laughs> I'll, I'll reach out to Crystal and see. Tickets here's a, tickets for Dilworth, I think, are $10 a piece. Okay. Very reasonable. Sure. That is the cheapest you'll be able to see me for a very long time after this week. <laughs> last night. Huh? Oh, last, that's right. Yeah. Last night. <laughs> I keep forgetting how podcasts work. Yeah. It's, it's the <laughs> that's right. Last che- night. The cheapest you could have seen me last night. The cheapest you could have seen me last <laughs> night was $10. So if you didn't see me last night and you listen to this, hey, you blew it. You're double out of luck. Yeah, because it's probably going to sell out. <laughs> I sold. Probably gonna will have sold out. It probably <laughs> will have sold out. I wish I'd have been a Coco and a director. We'd have sold that out too. <laughs> we had a good group there. It was nice. It was did, we have, did we have a good group? It was there? cool. People, yeah. people kind of sort of wandered in and out and sort of like, hey, what's going on over here? And they'd wander over. And we had a few people come out, you know, specifically to see the show. And yeah, it was great. It was a coffee shop. People were on their computers and listening and you know watching yeah. and paying attention. It was cool. So nice crowd. Yeah, not a sellout. <laughs> What a nice crowd. Well, you weren't there, Will. So right. Like so, we can yeah, only yeah. expect so much. Well, <laughs> you know, I know my presence was missed, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I had so much to do. I had, I had a bunch of legal stuff I had to handle. Uh, I had to handle my son's birthday. Oh, oh that's right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah we, had a, we, yeah, we had a little birthday celebration for my son. He's turning two. So we took wow. him uh, up north to see my grandparents, my uncles, nice. uh, aunts, dad, all those people. 
And uh, it was good, man. We played a bunch of music, had a great time. And at any good children's birthday party, there's a lot of drink. So I drank a lot <laughs> yeah. um, during my son's party. Good job. Uh, yeah, everybody had a great time, though, man. And because I live down here, my family doesn't get to see him all the time. Yeah. So to be able to go up and kind of... He's getting to that age now where he can kind of handle being around people and he isn't so, like, scared or yeah, whatever. right. So it was a good time, man. It was a really good weekend. And then... uh Back here this week. Two's great, man. You can push him around and tackle him. Yeah, that we, we that's a good age. To yeah, I've had I've up. had to ease up though, man, because we we used to do like a wrestling match every night when I would get home, but then like my wife was showing me some footage of him at the library and he like punching kids in the back and trying to do <laughs> elbow drops and I'm like, you can't, we can't. You know watch. what? I'm pretty, I'm still okay with it. That, I'm okay <laughs> with it. I don't know. That. I don't know them kids. I don't know those kids. That, the little Davey had it coming. That, yeah. that's, this was a girl, though. So that's that's part of the issue was that mm. this was a little girl I was looking at. He reared back. I said, oh, boy. Okay, he doesn't know how to. But there was <laughs> okay. but there was footage of this. Yeah, there's footage, <laughs> there's footage of my son like, rearing back to punch this little girl Security in the camera footage or somebody? It, Just my wife. My a, wife tapes it. <laughs> but she's like National Geographic photographer she doesn't get involved she just takes the footage and sends it off she puts it online under yeah. toddlerfights.com toddler <laughs> well i'm gonna have to look that up I'm yeah that. that's funny that you should check amazing. it out it was it was about a week ago so <laughs> check out at toddler fights on uh twitter and instagram you might see my son's video good there's the little kid kimbo he's really good at that he's little little little, <laughs> little orange slice <laughs> well, that's a good place to stop. My son uh, beating up kids. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll be back. How many servings of fruits and vegetables should you be eating? This is a 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina. The magic number is five. Three servings of vegetables and two servings of fruits have been connected to lower risk of certain cancers, stroke, and heart disease. Fruits and vegetables are a great source of essential vitamins and minerals in addition to plenty of fiber to maintain a healthy gut and reduce the risk of colon cancer. And they're high in vitamin C and potassium. If five servings seems like a lot, consider starting your daily vegetables with your first meal of the day. Snack on fruits and vegetables instead of whatever your current go-to snacks are. Use vegetables as the main ingredients in other dishes like baked goods and chili. And whenever you can, get fresh vegetables, especially in the summer when they are in season. This has been your 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina, official team physicians of the Carolina Panthers and proud sponsor of the Queen City Podcast Network. For more tips or to make an appointment, visit orthocarolina.com. Welcome back, people. What's up? Comedy Zone Podcast. Section two, just like the first. Could be better, could be worse. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at you. It is whoever sold out. It is not sold out. <laughs> it is. We got two empty chairs. Oh, that, well, that's fair. <laughs> now, now, tonight, I know. <clears throat> sorry about that. You know, tonight is a very important event. It's the NBA Draft Lottery. Oh, wow. A.K.A. the Zion Williamson sweepstakes. <laughs> now, we got a bunch of different teams that want Zion. This guy is the best product. Prod, what is it? Prodigy? Prodigy. Got it. This guy is the best. Uh, Wait. No, it's not Prodigy. Pro, uh, 
Prospect. Prospect. That's it. Prospect. I'll do do this all day. I'll answer every one. Give me another one. I got. He's the best prospect (laughs) since LeBron. Didn't he say he's staying in school? No. No. Why did I see that? I don't know. Why did I think that? I don't think he'll stay in school unless the Knicks get him. Then he said, "You know what? I'm going back to school. (laughs) To hell with this. The Knicks are the now that uh, my man in Clipperland is gone. Donald Sterling." Oh, remember him? Yeah, yeah, oh, man. yeah, the new yeah. This James Dolan is the worst owner in professional sports. Really, the new guy's worse. Oh, James? No, 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 not the new guy. The new guy over there is Steve Ballmer for the Clippers. Ballmer. He took over ownership of them. The Microsoft. Yeah. Is he Microsoft? Or, yeah, he's Microsoft guy, right? Uh, that's that's no. Well, what? How does Steve? Yeah, Ballmer he had make? something to do with Microsoft, Dell or Microsoft. Microsoft yeah. One of them. One of the computers. Either way, yeah, he bought it. But the Knicks have been run by James Dolan now for. Uh, Feels like a couple decades, and uh, th- he's just horrible. He doesn't. He's he's one of those owners like Dan Snyder in the NFL. Yeah. Like you just, the organization is cursed as long as he's yeah, sure. the owner. Sure. So it doesn't really matter if the Knicks get Zion. He'll figure out a way to screw that yeah, up. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. But did he say where he wants to go? Has he? Has, is that are you allowed to do that? No, I don't even think you can. Which is weird, right? Like I've heard yeah. the argument that these kids should be able to pick where they work. Uh, it's interesting. The draft lottery just as a concept. Like, you finish college, you should be able to pick where you work. Yeah, but, well. Like an interview, like interview kind of deal, you mean? Yeah, but then everybody would want to go, like nobody would want to go to, you know, in the NFL. Nobody's going to want to go to Cleveland. No one's want to go to Detroit. Well, it does beg the question. I I really don't know much about the NBA. Big surprise. But why don't they have a draft similar to football? No, they, they do. They do. Yeah, they what's do. The, what's but, the but but my question is the same for football. Why aren't like like why isn't it a sport where what like why is there a draft at all? I think they're controlling who for the because exact reason we know it. They're doing it. They're giving the yeah. the, the, the lesser teams an right. opportunity to be more competitive for parity. Right. Sure. I know. I'm not saying that. I understand why they do it. I just have questions. Number one about the legality of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a weird legal structure to say that you finish up college and you go uh, work and there's 32 different employers, but you can't pick which one mm-hmm. you go to. If you view the teams as individual employers, mm-hmm. which, you know, I, I mean, I, I think the way these franchises operate and they're recognized under the tax code, they operate like individual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why can't you pick which one you go to? Well, do they? Are they not all? Are, are they it's a Does weird the NFL have some umbrella over them? So that that's what I wish we could have. Like, I, I may need to read more on that, but I've heard, I've, I've definitely heard the argument, like, why not just abolish the draft? And you can still have teams. You have roster limits. You could still have cap limitations. You could have all those things. Hmm. But it, NFL play, and like, like Zion Williamson, he might decide to want to go to a team like Golden State, but they can only pay him $3 million under the cap construction. Oh, right, right, right. Well, or he's got the opportunity to go to the Knicks, who maybe could pay him $50 million. Right, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I just think it makes for uh, something maybe a little more interesting than, hey, yeah. if you suck the best, you can... Hmm. But then the good teams would stay good and the bad teams would stay bad. You know, a team like the Detroit Lions would suck for decades. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing stopping that. Yeah, that's. I mean, <laughs> I, it's just a. They, it's but it's fun to tinker- think about. Yeah, um, they've been tinkering around with the draft lottery for years because, yeah. I mean, listen, we took advantage of it. The Sixers, like, we mm-hmm. sucked ass mm-hmm. for multiple years. We went ten and seventy-two. 
One year. Oh we won ten God. games. Wow. Ten games. But then we ended up getting Joel and B, Ben Simmons, and all these guys that had us in the had us in the playoffs this year. Can you, at some point after when the draft discussion is over, I would like you to reenact your reaction to the uh, oh Toronto God. Raptors oh shot at the end of the Oh my! At gosh. the end of the game. <laughs> I tried to avoid talking about that. Uh, oh, there was no way I was going to let you not. It, talk about that. that ball. Um, it, for, for those listening, <laughs> the okay. So the Sixers and the Raptors played in the second round of the NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. The Raptors were favored to win by almost every analyst. Even I said the Raptors were going to win. Um, but then it came down to game seven. Game seven, Toronto Raptors home floor. Sixers are playing them. I mean, it's tooth and nail, drag out. I mean, it's just like a close, <laughs> close game, right? Yeah. At the end of regulation, Jimmy Butler, one of our players, I think, steals a ball, scores a bucket. Game's tied. Four seconds left. Kawhi Leonard, who has just been um, the Night King, really. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Because, he, because he just wrecks shit, but he's emotionless, like the oh, Night King. Okay. He just kind of strolls in, okay. Fs shit up, and then strolls on out. Well, except that last time. But yeah, for yeah, the most yeah. part, he's pretty cool with mm-hmm. it. That's how this guy is. He shows no emotion, but destroys you. So he's killing us. Finally, on the last play of the game, I'm like, anybody but him. He starts to dribble to the right. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, two of our biggest, more athletic players, are on him. Somehow he gets over to the corner, jumps up, and shoots this just rainbow of a shot. Joel Embiid's <laughs> seven oh foot two. He had to shoot over him. <laughs> it goes up, okay, comes down, <laughs> and it hits the rim. Bang! I'm like, okay, it's a brick. But it hits, but it doesn't bounce either way. Like, so it bounces real high and then comes down at damn near the same trajectory. And then it bounces again and then bounces over to the left side and looks like it's about to bounce out. And then it rolls over and goes through the hoop and the series is over and the Sixers are going home. No kidding. Yes. At the buzzer. At yeah. the buzzer. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's like that last shot in Teen Wolf. It was the it same. Was that, it was like bounced on the... I, I, yeah. I'm going to see if I can find the audio of it, but it was... Uh, it was bad. Oh, it's heartbreaking. That's hard, yeah, that's that's heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. It, it I mean, was, if it wasn't Philadelphia, it'd be heartbreaking. Well, you know, and that's here, here's what I said at the <laughs> office. I said that was the most Philadelphia shit I've ever seen in my life. To lose like that was the most Philadelphia yeah. shit yeah, I've ever seen. Yeah, they should lose like that all the time. <laughs> Didn't... <laughs> to be fair, though... Look at that. Look at, I got him. I got him, bro. You see that? He reacted. He did. That was good. Painful. Uh, uh, you said that somehow Kawhi was able to dribble off into the corner. To, you know uh, how the somehow is he took about seven steps. That's, oh, did he travel? That's the somehow at the top of the key when he got free. He, he, six or seven steps. Oh, wow. Did he travel? So oh, I can yeah. start complaining about that? <laughs> yeah. I knew I was, something was wrong. I was a little surprised Someone that nobody mentioned Brian's it. Brian's mic he, right now. <laughs> I'm going on Twitter tomorrow. What are you doing? (laughs) Okay, here it is. Okay, here it is. (laughs) I'm thrilled by it, and I know it came in. I'm about to show it to Jason (laughs) on his mic. We're going to see this one last time. Okay. All right. so excited right now. Oh, oh my God. That seems almost impossible. That seems impossible if that just happened. Let me tell you something. 
That is that is a uh, <laughs> man. Um, <clears throat> for for a uh, Philadelphia sports fan, yeah, yeah. that's right up there with Joe Carter and Mitch Williams. Um, yeah, the World Series in Toronto. <gasps> Toronto Whoa. of all places. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch Williams, the wild thing, who could not find the strike zone. Uh, gave up that home run to Joe Carter in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Broke my heart in yeah, the World Series right. game that's six. Right. I never. I watched Pete and Cavillian. It was. This is top five losses. Yeah, that's, it, oh, that's a tough. That's yeah. it. Was for it to bounce like that, like because it bounces and I go, "Whew, we got overtime." Well, wait a minute. When it was what, it? What? 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 <laughs> Boom. Okay. What now? Sit the second time. Okay. Now the, what? Somebody get up there. Someone jump up there and knock it and out. And then the announcers. <laughs> but what a great call though like is this the dagger and then three full seconds from the shot until it goes in right yeah that's amazing uh exciting a for great sports. call on their part it, it, yeah exciting for sports in general but uh I, I will give you that's probably especially if you guys weren't supposed to be in it and then right. they give you that hope and then you're in game seven and then the game's going well like right. oh my god it's it was basically like the night king i mean I don't, you know, he thought he stopped Arya with that one hand. Yeah. Then she dropped that damn dagger. Love, wait, I, I, you're blowing my mind. I didn't know you were a Game of Thrones. Of course. God, it's great. Oh, oh is that what you yeah. I didn't know what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. So it's she great. drops it. Bam! With the other one. That's mm-hmm. how it was. I saw that first bounce. I said, whew. Bow! And then it just got me right in the stomach. <laughs> and the Philadelphia shattered and into the Philadelphia shattered, shards of ice. And we all turned into shards of ice. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm sure. And the sun came out and everyone was happy. Stephen A. was up the next morning. You got to blow that team up. <laughs> you got to blow it up. No, ain't no process. The process is all right. <laughs> Stephen A. asshole, right? But now He's great, actually, that, but sometimes. Na- but now Joel Embiid's in, because he cried. Like, he cried really hard. Like, yeah, he and he's like an ugly crier, oh. so he's like, <laughs> "You're making fun of the guy's emotions. That's amazing." I'm, I'm just. Is there anything he, better to he, make fun because of? Because normally, for? you know, people cry; they don't stick their jaw. He just, he's just like, "Ooh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. The guy's putting everything out there. Yeah. Heart and soul. Will's like, that guy cries stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, see, the thing was, he was going to be okay because he was trying to rush off the court. But then, you know, Mark Gasol from the other team wants to, from the other team wants to try to console him and shit. He's uh, like, look, dude, I'm trying to get off the court. He's like, no, no, you're a great player. This is just a momentary setback. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> so finally, he's going. You know, he was going back. Uh, to the locker room, and that's when they just put the camera in his face. Uh, it's just total, total ugly cry. <laughs> People would not let him get off the court. Yeah, give the guy a minute. To Which get. is really like me, because I cried on the couch. And people, people let me get to the kitchen. So I felt the same way. Oh man, more yeah. It's just just another episode of Philadelphia heartbreak. Man. Yeah, it's tough. you know, I made a I made it. Speaking of Philadelphia, I made a bet with someone that uh, it was a ten dollar bet that uh, Wentz won't make it through the season without getting Ooh. injured. Who bet? Who bet that he will not make it? A buddy who lives in Philadelphia. Oh. No, no, no. I bet that he would not make it. Oh, you need to just send him that ten dollars right now. No, so that, that man's gonna be fine. That t- mm-hmm. for, can we he's, talk about he's Tony Romo 2.0? He's mm-hmm. he's he's falling apart out Dude, there. That him. roster is loaded. Yeah, they're gonna be good. The Eagles roster is absolutely loaded. I think there are a couple positions where we are the best in the league. Like I think we have the spoken best spoken like a true Eagles fan. Yeah, I, I, I for example, <laughs> it'll be fun to watch them lose to the Patriots again next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, listen, if, if well, really, Philadelphia sports as a whole comes down to three people, really. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz, Joel Embiid, and Bryce Harper. That's Philadelphia sports. I don't know who the hell's on the Flyers. No, I was going to say no Flyers. In nah, two, two out of three ain't bad. I think they had Wayne Simmons. He was a brother I knew, and he left, so that's yeah, about yeah. it for me. But, the, but and Car- they're not Car- in the Carson playoffs. Carson had one good season, right? Yeah, he had one good season. He had one real good season. He was really good. And he then, and yeah, he had, that's right. And then he was doing pretty good, and he, he got hurt. hurt. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's that. And then his second injury was like that was on top of that, right? Didn't? Yeah, after he got uh, uh, yeah. Well, I'll, let me just say that if he okay, if Carson Wentz <laughs> stays healthy, the Will's gonna start ugly Eagles. crying. Hang on, I can see it now. His jaw's <laughs> coming out. <laughs> Still hurts, y'all. I know it does. Plus, I had hot dogs for lunch, so that's oh, nice I get heartburn. Is that what I smell? That's turkey dogs, probably. Yeah, but turkey dogs. You never had a turkey hot dog? No, I've had a turkey hot dog. <laughs> what, what, I, uh, where did th- my reaction to turkey hot dog turn into I've never had one? <laughs> because you said turkey dogs. Well, it, it, you just don't seem like a turkey dog guy to me. I'm too fucking fat to eat turkey no, dogs? No, no, <laughs> no. He insinuated. He didn't say it. He insinuated He looked at my it, stomach though. when he said it. So what does that mean? That ain't no turkey belly. Three. <laughs> Them's Nathan. <laughs> Three. Nathan's turkey dogs. That's enough. <laughs> okay. So here's what was I saying? You were talking you were about to talk about Carson and how he was good. Yeah, oh, if he stays yeah. healthy. So so if Carson stay if Carson Wentz stays healthy Got this ADD season in this room right now. These two can't keep him on top of that. The Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. If he stays healthy. Yes. If he does not, we are going <laughs> to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Nick Foles already showed us. Yeah. We know how to groom a backup. Nate Sudfeld. It's on you. Wait. Oh, the, the Nate, Sudfeld? Nate Sudfeld? Oh, my God. How well, do I... The Nate you. Sudfeld. There are teams right now who are nervous about that potential. Of ha- or happening. as we call them around the building, Nate Sudfolds. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Philadelphia just got worse in my eyes somehow. How did that just happen? You need to be worried about the Browns, my friend. They are coming for you. You know what? Here's what I think about that, that it could go either direction. They could... They're not going to be the, the team that they've been the last. They're just not going to. They're, they're obviously. They, they came on strong at the end of the last year. They're going to be They're going to be fine. Are they going to be as good as everybody says? Maybe. But there's also a lot of things stacked up against them. They got a whole new coaching staff in there. They got a whole new, you know, offense uh, in terms of their skilled positions. Not a, a whole new, but quite a few significant names that are going to change mm-hmm. the dynamic in that. With a whole new uh, uh, coaching staff, that – that can spell trouble for a lot of teams. Uh, that's I think the, I think the Raiders are at risk of that same thing. They say, and I'm just sort of regurgitating a lot of XM radio stuff that teams that bri- that go heavy in the um, uh, off season, p- pulling them. What, are they, what the hell do you call them? Free agents. Free agents actually traditionally don't do well, as a lot of these teams are. With when the acquisition is Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah. I think I, I this actually made me more of a fan of Odell Beckham than than I was before. Really, how he's handling this, I've, I've liked all the things that he's done and he and he said. I, I I'm kind of rooting for him. I was rooting for the Browns already. I like when divisional teams do well. Wait, what? I like when divisional teams do well. You're outside, a of, fan. outside of Pittsburgh, obviously, I want them to eat shit when they play Pittsburgh. <laughs> but I liked that there you was a, there no. was a couple years ago where yeah. every team, and with the exception of the Browns, were like. Like nine and seven or some shit like that, and they were just beating everybody. 
And I found I found that to be very exciting, and it also you know it heightened the Steelers who ended up you know winning. What's the problem? But it, what's the problem? Well, okay. You don't get to. Yeah, no, I don't like those teams when they don't play us, but, but I like when our division is better than everybody else. I think would you? Is important. there? It, it, <laughs> do you think Patriots fans are worried about the strength of the AFC yeah. East? I hope the Jets are better. They just want to win the shit. <laughs> you can't. No, you don't get to. That's no. See, you know what that is? That's them six rings. That's that six <laughs> ring shit. Maybe. Okay, because what it is is you know. I mean, what, what are they going to do? Win a Super Bowl? We got five more. <laughs> that's that shit. See, that... I don't like... I don't that's like, why people don't like Steelers fans. I don't like the Bengals. No, I don't especially like Steelers fans either. <laughs> I don't like the Bengals. I definitely don't like the Ravens. And, and they can, you know, they can eat shit. But I like when our division as a whole is good. And especially when the Steelers win that division because it just shows what kind of a team they are. So, so would you... Well, let me ask you this real quick. Would I, you rather the division be bad and you win it or good and you come in second? I would rather win it every time. Okay, obviously. just checking. Yeah, right. I mean that's uh, that's obvious. You scare me a little. But low. you no, no, not at all. Like it, it, Ravens are playing the 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 Chargers mm-hmm. on a Thursday night. I'm never wanting them to win. I'm never wanting Baltimore to win. Obviously, that goes against the Steelers' record. However, if it works out that in a season that the whole division is good and winning, I think that's like a, a testament to the division and how you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> Nobody wants to be in the shittiest division. No one wants to be the team that's 500 getting into the playoffs because the rest of the teams in that division are shit. Fair. But so it re- it's in reverse. It's like, yeah, you want to be the, you know, a, a division that's good. The Ravens go to the Super Bowl. Are you one of those guys who like No. AFC North? No. no. God, no. <laughs> no, no, okay. no. No, 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 no. Okay. So no. so I kind of see better. Where you go. Yeah. I just could never picture myself saying the sentence I like when Dallas is good. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I want them to win zero games. I'm a, I'm a, I like I, when the Packers win. No, no, this no. This no. might be. This might be. It, you might have called it. This might be us being so good so often. I don't uh-huh. think we've had a 500 season. Yeah. It, since I was in my teens, like I mean, good that's how good gracious. the Steelers always are. So I get it. That's like annoying. But see, to <laughs> me, I like when there's a little bit of controversy and Pittsburgh has to overcome something, as opposed to, well, we're just going to win the division again this year. It's a little. It's a. I'm I don't sorry, know what either one of those things. I know. Like, Bro, what would it be <laughs> to just say that as a line? Uh, I can't even. Yeah. I, I I don't even like. Um, we've been talking about this before. The times that I played fantasy football, I have a strict no NFC North rule. <laughs> like I don't pick anybody, including <laughs> Lions. I don't pick anybody awful. from that. <laughs> I also him, never win at fantasy football. <laughs> That's but, right. That's but, right. Because I can't imagine ever wanting Aaron <laughs> Rodgers to do well. Right. Right. So I don't want him on my fantasy team. It's the biggest complaint about, I think, uh, uh, fantasy football is right. That, that right there. Yeah. yeah it's like, uh, 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 Aaron Rodgers threw four touchdowns today, and the Lions lost 28 to 7. Brian is out here. But I got four touchdowns out of Aaron Rodgers. No. Giving away that. money. I can't <laughs> <Yes>. do that. <laughs> giving it away. Yeah, I don't, like, play, I don't need like that. Jack Nicholson is the Joker, just bags of money yeah. coming out. You're giving away money if you play a fantasy if football. You can't do that. I don't play anymore. Don't play. Yeah. You no, don't, no, yeah. No. You can play in my league. Absolutely. Okay. How long did you play? I played a handful of years. You should have wrote that off on your taxes (laughs) as a charitable (laughs) donation because you weren't winning none of them years. No, I was, and that's Uh, that. I I would rather lose at fantasy football than cheer for Aaron F. and Rodgers. Let me tell you something. I'd love his anger. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I root for both things. Okay, if I have guys on the other that are uh, division rivals or whatever on the fantasy team, 
I just root for my team to win, but that guy to have a good game. Yeah, that's I don't easy. want a shutout. You know, totally. It's, if if I got Ezekiel Elliott, it's nothing wrong with the Eagles winning twenty eight to. 14, and Elliot's got two touchdowns and a 200 yards rush. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I got kids to feed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Totally. But if you're if, – I have one child. If little Will Jr. isn't going <laughs> to eat because of, your, <laughs> because of your fantasy football, you have a problem, my friend. Yeah, well, you know, that's for another episode. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's just how it goes, okay? No. Now, if you want to have an expert on here, then, you know, maybe we, we have a counselor to talk to. But, but, that, but I, you know, I play my leagues, and it's serious business, man. I, I want to win. Yeah. I like being right more than anything else. I, I know you. Even and that the makes Eagles. a lot of sense, actually. The Eagles are second. Right is first. Yeah. I, and I'm the defending champ in the league oh, that I'm the commissioner in. Yeah. That's right. Back-to-back champ, the premier football league. I've won back-to-back years, and this is stiff competition. It's premier because that's what you guys called it. That's what I named it when I uh, <laughs> took it from the previous commissioner. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, we right. had a coach. Oh, you run the whole <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, we straight. <laughs> I didn't tell you this. Oh, my God. So this guy, okay. Oh, boy. The guy that ran the fantasy league before. I mean, he was just so petty, man. Like, me and him used to butt heads about how the league was run and, you know, all sorts of things because it's a hyper-competitive league. And this guy, like... <laughs> You know, if he was mad at you, he'd take forever to process, process your trade request. Wow. You know, so it was like he was pissed off at me about something one time. I said, hey, man, I sent you that trade. Can you, you know, the, oh, I'm taking a dump. I'll process it when I get done. You know, it's just one of those guys. And uh, then the winner. You need better friends is what it sounds like. Well, he wasn't my friend, but he was just a commissioner. <laughs> but, but, but he was doing shit like that. And then at the end of the season, another guy won that he didn't like. So he didn't congratulate him. He didn't, it took him forever to get money wow. over for him, all kinds of crap. So I said, we got to take the league. Yeah. So I told all the, the guys besides him, I'm coming for the league. Let's, let's just start our own league if he doesn't want to do it. And we said, hey, man, look, it's one of two ways now. You can either just accept me being commissioner. Oh, my. It was a coup. Yeah. I said, you can either accept me being commissioner or you cannot accept it and we can just have a league that doesn't involve you. So which one do you want to do? And he said, you're not commissioner. Da, da, da. What is the problem? What is the problem? I said, you have two options. <laughs> oh, my God. You can either have the league take it from you or you can take a step back and let someone else run it. I have the military in my corner. I told him, and, and, and he said, <laughs> you know what, screw you guys and this and that, and I don't need that. I got better leagues than this. Okay, so it sounds like you've, you made a decision. Wow. He said, yep, and then the next day we had eight of us with a brand new league that we started that I, was the, that I ran, and him and the other guy decided they didn't want to play no more, so we found two new people who had a new league. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I'm the two-time defending champ. So, so there's no correlation between you becoming the – commissioner and winning two times in a row just the fact that it's even more impressive because i was wearing both hats uh, uh so not only oh, so not only right. not only not only was i a competitor i'm collecting money oh they didn't process my wave request i'm on the thing with yahoo all types of stuff to be a great commissioner i'm also probably the best commissioner the league has had and i'm back-to-back champion Brian, they sold it out. They sold it out. Sold they out. Sold out, sold the, out fantasy the fantasy draft. Draft. That's, That's right. right. It right. was at uh, Piedmont Social. We sold it out. Good job, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in two leagues as well. And, uh, Are you? None of that shit happened on my league. Did you win no. a championship yet? Yeah, I have. I've won in both leagues. I've won. Oh before. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I have on this, and I'm gonna. I'm giving away. I don't talk about my age, but. I started playing fantasy when you had to go to the box scores in the newspaper. Yeah. 
to get to figure out. So you had to do the math, and then the commissioner did the math to check your math to see what the points were. Yeah, you believe that goes back a ways. That goes back a ways. I was four years old, so but still, we did it. You went. Do you go back? Yeah. Jason's still kicking himself (laughs) about the time he didn't draft Jim Brown. Yeah, that's real. Can you believe that shit, man? That's Yo. Totally... I know. I ain't that old. Hang on, man. <laughs> that's back when Frank Gore was a rookie. I mean, it, you know, the, the internet was around. Yeah, it dial up. I don't it think was. it was. But nobody, was yeah. Around. So you were back when you had a pen and paper counting this yeah, stuff out. Yeah, nah, for real. But you imagine, like, those uh, baseball leagues, like, used to have to wait till the sporting news got really, because the sporting news always had stats from yeah, every game and stuff right. like that, like, every that's Thursday. Right. So all those old baseball leagues had to wait until every Thursday like the when second, the sporting news came out. That was, like, the second generation. Yeah, that's, that's insane. Right. How about that? Yeah, it was really cool. So do we have uh, now, okay, before we go, Game of Thrones, okay? We're coming up on the final Man. episode. Uh, Daenerys, man. So, all right. So, are you? I mean, are I was disappointed in her. Yes, correct. That's the correct way to feel about the whole thing. No, but there's so Why much to I talk about. One of the creators. There's so much to talk about with that to me because, all right. So, what I'm learning is that there's there are people who there's a couple camps where people are like people are complaining because that happened. People are disappointed that that happened. Right. Mm. Some people are saying shoddy writing and it shouldn't uh, she sh- they shouldn't have done that whatever it was other people are saying there were signs the whole time that this was going to be who she was mm. and uh, you know who knows what's going to happen next I mean where do you land are you just like no that's just the show I'm just watching it you know um, I think I think it kind of fit with who she was becoming yeah you think so yeah man she was um I saw the way she looked when she cut homegirl's head off. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was. Sure. She had that look like... She was angry. Yeah. As soon as that happened, I said, she about to burn all this shit up. <laughs> I did. just know maybe some of you all have never had your friend's head lopped off, but <laughs> tr- take it from me. So so, so, what do you think about... <laughs> there, the there's two things, though, because she, she went at the people, not she did just, go at the, not people, just not the villains. Just, you know, I, I think... Uh, I, and it's almost like somebody was saying that the editing on the show was weird because she started to take off toward her and then just randomly decided to double back and burn people. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether that was a thing because they left a coffee cup on the desk too. So they've been kind of <laughs> slipping. Hey, they're trying to do a lot here in the last. Uh, uh, <laughs> they're doing a, they're doing a lot. Lots of loose ends coming together. But uh, no, man, I was just sitting there and once that bell started ringing, I, I was like, okay. It got through it, yeah. I'm thinking like, okay, she's not going to do it. And then uh, Mama went deep. Dude, at everybody. What did you What did you think when you saw it? Um, I I knew this was gonna happen. That's uh, the correct. That's the correct. Yeah, response. like I knew they were. I knew they were gonna do it. I was disappointed. The show has been so good about um, not being predictable. The Red Wedding and and certain <laughs> characters getting in situations and Reek, the whole Reek story, all that stuff was just like, whoa. Where's yeah. this going? I had really hoped they would have gone a different direction with with her character. I I, I didn't want to see her failing, and that's just a testament to how good the writing in the show is and the characters they develop. I just hope they didn't. To me, to me, her storyline is much more interesting if if they make her make decisions to change the the, the history. History is such a big part of the show. Make her be the one who doesn't go crazy. It's it was just a little paint by numbers to be like, well, her dad was crazy, wanted to kill everybody in the whole world, so now she's going to be that way, and that's the history of the. And it just would have been more interesting. I don't want a very boring Jon Snow or one of these other characters who who sort of 
you know, uh, defaults to to the throne. I, I, I that in the way that they had the Cersei character uh, finished her storyline, I thought was was. Oh, you so want her to endure some kind of? Of course, that's what the, the sh- they made her the greater villain even than than the the Night King. Mm. If you think about it, he went first. They mm. they took all that out, and then they're like, all right, now we got to go do this. And and uh, to me it was it was such a just a blasé way for her to go. In fact, it was a satisfying ending for her. Yeah, holding her, holding, Hol- holding her love, us, you and and, the and them having a moment of being like, it's just us. This is great. We're gonna come. We're gonna be at peace with this. It's like what? Mm. She's the worst character on the show. Only, second only to maybe her kid. I. D- <laughs> yeah, he was pretty. Damn he was terrible. pretty. Yeah, he was pretty but, dark. But yeah, that's that is what I heard from some people yeah. that uh, you know, they were disappointed that she didn't get hers. Yeah, and and, and and I do want to say again, this show is one of the best shows ever made. I mean, it's like watching a movie every week. It's spectacular. So any of my complaints about the show, I don't want to hear anybody give me grief. Be like, you don't like it. No, the <laughs> show is fantastic. I still want to talk about it, and that's what you do with a great show. You talk about it, you debate, and whatever. So, well, hopefully it. the final episode will. I've heard good things. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I want to see how this Because they may still so. shock me, right? They may still change gears on some of this stuff. Who Shit. knows? You know what I'm thinking might happen? Talk to me, Goose. I think uh, Bran. Yeah. Remember the end of Usual Suspects? Yeah. I think Bran gets up out of that chair and walks up and sits on that yeah. <laughs> Oh, my Kaiser God. Sose? I think we got a little Kaiser Soze action coming up with Bran. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm not gonna say how I know. Oh my god! But I'm just saying, don't be surprised when you see them feet. You think so, huh? I think he might hop up out of that chair and go take the throne. Interesting. And well, be like, you motherfuckers thought I couldn't walk. I mean, if a Lannister could be on the throne right now, so there's Tyrion too. Tyrion, that's right. He could get up there. Yeah. Damn. There's t- a lot of gentry, gentry who is uh, a Baratheon. Who was there before? Who was there? Who took it from the Targaryen? I don't know them. Who was he? Who that was? Uh, da- Daenerys's dad. Oh, okay. The Mad gotcha. King. Yeah. So there's a lot of people with some sort of a right to and the. Arya, is she alive? Is she dead? Yeah, she got on a horse and drove away. But but the, but it was the white horse. Is that some kind of imagery? Some kind well, of symbolism? Well, th- actually, I think the imagery is uh, on the pale horse road death and hell followed with her. Right. I think she's gonna go get herself some Daenerys. I think she's on her. I think she's gonna try to get Daenerys too. She, she's gonna. She went from the Night King, and now she's about to kill the, the Mad Queen. She better catch her sleep on that dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, John can fly that dragon too. You know, Kitty. Oh shit! You saying John might dragon jack her? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what that is, but that sounds. Fun. It's like a car jacking. Like oh yeah, good. That's great. <laughs> yeah, he just. He was eating his little sister running around stealing dragons. She just wake up and the dragon's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Well, Man, I was like, yesterday was Spider crazy. Took my drag. <laughs> Didn't I park this <laughs> here? <laughs> man, did, did I? I gotta, I gotta send some email apologies, man. I just, I think I burned that city to the ground. <laughs> did I, I think I, I did that last night. Did I pay the note? <laughs> did they take the drag? <laughs> they don't repossess that drag. She drank some Fireball. Yo, that, no, and then, dude, that, <laughs> was my other, that was my other question, though. That dragon breathed fire for a half hour. <laughs> no. what, what? I didn't even know they could do it that long. I, he was what? like, Brah! and I was watching him go from across yeah. the city back and forth. He burnt the whole damn city down. Totally. It was, uh, I would have preferred, you know, if, in terms of filmmaking, I would have preferred that that whole thing take two episodes and the whole Night King thing take two episodes so it, it just felt very fast 
you know, just for the, exactly that reason. Like some for some weird reason, logic in our brain goes, dragons can't shoot fire that long. Well, of course we don't. <laughs> that's, that's definitely what my brain. Yeah, does. it's like, well, come. On. I mean, no dragon that I've ever seen can blow fire for an hour. I'm like, you got to be the whole time. Jakars, 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 Jakars. <laughs> like, it's like a jockey. Did stop? the dragon at any point go, <laughs> bitch? <laughs> Got any water? Can I get? <laughs> come on. Can we take a break? Can we? <laughs> I, I burnt up all the arrows. I haven't eaten anything. <laughs> anything since you got on my back. So, <sighs> bitch, lock it up. There. <laughs> 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 okay. So, so that was our Game of Thrones recap yeah. and okay. preview. Uh, I think we gave the people everything this week. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> now, a little now, bit. Too. I don't say that every week. Will, your confidence is impressive, buddy. And everything you do, he's like, you know what? We just gave them the best podcast I've ever seen. This is it. We just did it. Sold the show out. You know, a wise man once said, uh, people do not remember what you say. They remember how you made them feel. So if you walk away feeling like I'm confident, it doesn't matter what the fuck I was talking about. (laughs) And that's the approach I take to law. That's the approach (laughs) I take to comedy. And that's the approach I take to the Comedy Zone podcast. 19 years a podcast That's experience between accurate. Brian and myself. <laughs> wow, boy, he is a spinning accurate. fool over here. That this is, is good. We did the math last uh, two weeks we ago. We did, yep, yep, a couple weeks ago. I've got 18, he's got one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 19 so between wow. the two of us, we've got 19 years of experience. collective podcast experience. Yeah. Well, as far as everybody knows, I was great today. And uh, <laughs> I think you were I fantastic. <laughs> I, I, think, to do it. I think Jason was really good today. Yeah, I thought so, yeah. Yeah, I thought I said great. I don't know what this really good shit came I, from. I, great was strong. <laughs> there were a couple of moments where I said, "Where's he going?" But it's <laughs> it's all the Philadelphia talk is making Will ugly cry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we gotta go. That hurts too much. We'll see y'all next week. See it. Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. 